Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. I've been really, really feeling it. Got a bus to move on, show. Let me get it. Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast. I'm here with David and Jason Benin, and uh, I'm your host, <laughs> Larry Hubatka. We've got a special guest today. We actually, if you would just take a second and envision this, Yoda, but with a black belt on, wearing a, what's it called, a gi? Yeah, Is it a gi? gi? And, yeah. Mag- and MacGyver hair. And MacGyver hair. And the leather jacket over the gi? Yeah, for Magnum yeah, that, PI. That, that would oh work. My gosh. Okay. If you blend all of that together, you have none other than our very own Eric Beck, master coach, the head of coaching for expert ownership. We're going to talk for quite a while about what it means to have a coach, to be a coach, the value of coaching in your life. Some of you think you know, but I'm going to tell you right now. You, you don't, don't know. know. You don't know. You will know. We didn't know. We did not know, which is why we needed some EB in our lives. Right? <laughs> So we're going to jump in right away. Eric, unfortunately, can't be with us in person. He is broadcasting live from just south of Breckenridge, Colorado. He, in fact, is, I don't know if you're technically snowed in, but it's close. I mean, you sent that picture and it looks like, I mean, like a winter wonderland, EB. Is that fair? It is gorgeous. It is really nice. Yeah, for sure. But I'll tell you, the UPS guy got stuck in the driveway. So that gives you an indication. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he's remote today. He is on, the audio might not be perfect today, but you know what? Let's be honest. It's not about the audio. That's not why you tune into this podcast. It's about the content, baby. That's right. And you know, David, I think you're just, you are incredible. It's a gift of yours to provide introductions. Oh, Would you give well, I'm just, an intro? I'm chomping at the bit. This guy, Eric Beck, married for 20, almost four years, right? Six children, 23 years, six boys, that he's raising up as mighty warriors. And it's it's really cool because Eric was tapped on the shoulder to d- build and develop and help. He was the former director of Emith Worldwide, the global training platform for Michael Gerber, who was one of Jason and I's early heroes in business when he wrote the book Emith. I love that book early E-Myth. on. Yeah, that's right. You have to read it. And Emith Revisited, just totally transformational. And when Eric got tapped on the shoulder to be the director of training worldwide, globally, here you have now Eric training over a thousand companies and Fortune 100, Fortune 500, and there's almost not a portion of business that has not touched Eric's hands, and he has not thought through, developed it, congealed it into a nice, simple, easy to swallow tablet. That's a big word. Congealed like, like cold bacon. Yeah, yeah totally like congealed, and it's easy. And, and the way that uh, the way that Eric has stepped in specifically with Jason and I and with you with F- expert ownership over the last year and come in and just given us uh, incredible coaching personally and corporately, we knew, okay, let's bring you on and let's make you the director of coaching here. And very humbly and graciously, Eric uh, nodded our direction. And so now here we are. But you, you, you guys know what that means. At some point, the three of us are going to be moved out and Eric's going to be running the show. Yep. Of course. And we're going to be doing whatever he tells us to that's do. That's exactly right. <laughs> I feel like that's how it works right now. Right. <laughs> so, so, EB, what were you going to say? I was going to say, it'll be telling you guys to come up here and bring your skis. 
Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's jump in. We've got limited time. So th- there's a little bit of like a drinking from a fire hydrant effect that's about to happen. And EB, I know that you could literally sit here right now off the top of your head and coach for eight hours straight. We cannot do that today. <laughs> but we will give people an opportunity at the end of this podcast if they'd like to do that, because I think it would actually be perfect for some of you who are tuned in today. But let's start with this. You've got so much experience as a coach. And uh, I know we use the term master coach or master coaching. Let's not worry about any of that. Let's just talk coaching in general. Who needs a coach and why do they need a coach? Start there. Yeah, super simple. And uh, thank you guys for all the the kind words in the introduction. Um, If you're a business owner, I just want you to think of yourself right now as an athlete. And then I want you to think of yourself wanting to win the Super Bowl, wanting to win the World Series or get a gold medal. Who could possibly do that without a coach? No Good one, point. nobody can get to high performance without a coach. Um, you Even can, Jordan needed Mike or uh, yeah, Jackson. Exactly, what's, he needed Phil Jackson. Phil. Phil. Right, Phil, Phil Jackson. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So really, coaching is about um, getting outside of yourself, and I think in the most basic way, it is about the path of of self improvement, so that you're reaching full potential. And we just can't reach full potential on our own. We need to be trained. We need to be coached, um, and we need to be pushed. Um, like I say, you know, we will hold your hand, but we'll also hold your feet to the fire. So really, that's that's really the heart of coaching um, on the personal level from a leadership standpoint. From a business standpoint, it's going to be from the development of systemization uh, systems in every part of the business that really honor your values and transform the way your business runs. This is good, EB. And I think if there is a an objection that people have typically to coaching, I mean, maybe two objections. One would be, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if I want to spend money on that. I don't know if I yeah. want to invest in that. And the other, obviously, is a time thing. What do you hear from people more than anything when they are pre-coaching, so they're not working with the coach yet, on obstacles that tend to get in the way? Because I want to talk through some of those today because, yes, it's going to feel a bit like this is a setup. The expert ownership guys are setting me up for coaching. Yeah, we're setting you up because we actually believe that if you will work with the coach, you can improve your performance, not just in business, but in life. Immeasurably. Yes, this is how well and how healthy your marriage can become, or you can operate as a parent or lead your kids as a parent, and it can make a difference in business. So what are the obstacles that people generally have? And let's talk through some of those. Yeah, well, so someone will, let's say they'll come and hear me speak or they'll read something and they'll say, yeah, man, I really want my business to fill in the blank, run without me, uh, grow, um, expand into new markets, uh, simplify and focus, you name it, okay? My first question to someone is always, if what you're doing now was going to work, it would have already worked. So <laughs> this so, is the stuff that EB does that we're like, oh, we're such idiots. I should have known that. Oh, why did we think of that? Uh, well, you know, it, it's part of it is just being around all the time. You know, for the last 20 plus years, five, six hours a day, I'm on the phone with the founder. You know, of a small business, 50 employees, five employees, every once in a while, it's a big business, you know. Um, But it's really that question. If you want things to be different, you have to do something different. So if you were going to get a different result, you'd need to have already done something different. So what you're doing right now is not working. Uh, So then the question is, um, what is it costing you that it's not working? And so someone would say, well, you know, I really feel like we're only... 
30% of the market, we could really be much higher. I feel like our pricing strategy, the strategy is not quite right or something like that's going on, right? And, and then I just help draw their attention to what is that worth? Now, my favorite way to do this is to have people do a little time log and then I meet with them a week later and I say, okay, tell me what you did. And I said, okay, great. Now, I want you to circle every single thing you could have paid someone else to do and go ahead and add up that time. And let's say it was 20 hours in the last week, but you, you could have paid someone else to do it. And then I would say, what would you pay someone else to do that? And they're like, you know, $18, $20, $25 an hour. And then I say, as a business owner, let's just say for hypothetical sake, that you're a $500 an hour person. So what you're telling me is right now, you're spending a $500 an hour resource on $20 an hour work. Would you like to change that? And that usually gets people over the hump of spending, you know, a few thousand dollars a month for six months or to a year to say, look, that's the cost of a minimum wage employee plus FICA, depending on what state you're in right now, right? That's a rounding error to get your business fully systemized to stand on its own two feet and give you your life back. And, and if someone says, no, nah, I, I just don't think I can do that that's okay, you know, because there's other things we can do to help out other resources. But if you want that one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, I think that's, I think it's a pretty compelling way to, to present that. I like that EB just casually throws out, I mean, plus FICA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like real, don't, don't leave out those details. <laughs> yeah, real pro move. Okay, uh, David and Jason, your experience with in working with a coach in the past. Yeah. So we like to affectionately say that EB is our coach and give me something that we've gleaned from him over the yeah. last year that was like alignment, mind blowing a strategic alignment with vision that's so important and, and how to incorporate it all the way down to the minute detail of your business and if you have employees or 1099 contractors working with you how to incorporate that vision all the way down utilizing KPIs key performance indicators to implement and to move forward your vision for your company with that that's been crucial yeah and I and I would say uh the value of authorized work as determined by anchor activities. Explain that is very complex two, if you don't know. Two different uh, concepts altogether. And you know what? I'm not going to try to explain what they are. Eric, <laughs> tell us about authorized work because that really set me free and then anchor activities real quick give people a little taste of what you've taught us yeah you got it you got it so um you know we're speaking to christians so i'm just assuming if you're listening to this you have some biblical literacy uh, but even if you don't or even if you're a brand new christian i i want to talk about the idea of how do you ever know what to do i mean like what a question right like how do you know what to do and if you add to that in business right? Or in your life, how do I know what to do right now? Well, the secret is in John 5. And in John 5, Jesus is at the pools of Bethesda and he heals a guy. Um, and he gets in trouble with the local authorities because he told the guy to carry his mat. And in the, the ensuing debate, he talks about God showing him what he's doing and that God's always at his work, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I won't teach on that, but I want to give you the heart of it, which is Jesus knew what to do because he was trained to look for where the Father was working at any given time. Right? So how do I know what to do? What is my authorized work? He didn't heal everyone at the Pool of Bethesda. Uh, we assume there could have been two or 3,000 people there, two or 300 people. We don't know. My question was not, why did he heal this one guy? My question is, why did he not heal everyone? 
you know, if I had that power, I think I'd go to the children's cancer ward and go, you're all done, go home, it's over, just clear out the hospitals, right? But I think Jesus was under the authority, meaning that structure of following where God was working, and he saw him working in this one guy. And that was his authorized work, and that's why that work mattered, and that's why it was miraculous. And so the heart of the idea is that we have to ask the question, where is God working? Um, but instead of just getting like a magical download, God wants to produce this through us by having us write out the vision he's put in our heart for his business that we are partnering with him in. And then that business will determine, like David said, our key performance indicators and goals, but it boils right down to how I'm spending my time today. What is my schedule today and this week? And what is what are those time blocks based on? If they're based on those KPIs, if they're based on that vision, and that vision is from God, that is a great stepping stone to learning how to hear God in real time and to see what he's doing. And that's what we call authorized work. And if we have those anchor activities, as Jason was mentioning, that's what anchors us to the vision so that the pressures of the day, our doubts, our fears, other things that come in don't take us off course and we can uh, we can stay on track. Well, what's an example of an anchor activity? Well, um, one of them is just certainly going to be your, your body. Um, so uh, you, getting up, getting a workout in, doing something like that. Um, like I say, it's, it's okay to not be awesome, but it's not okay to miss. So if your plan is to run five miles every morning, it's okay if you don't run five miles, but it's not okay if you don't do something. So an anchor activity like that would be just taking care of, of our bodies. It's the first thing God's given us to steward. And so if we can't steward our body, um, how are we going to be able to steward our relationships or our business or, or any other thing? It's like a faithful in the little, faithful in, in much. And so that's a good principle. Another anchor activity for me, um, you mentioned I have six boys, is time with my boys. I actually call it Beckman time. So the anchor actually has a name, Beckman time. And that's my time every day to make sure I'm investing in my boys. Uh, there's other relational time, like with my wife, of course, uh, but then also for my business, once a week, I'm going to look at financials. Once a week, I'm going to look at marketing. Every day, I'm going to give my team some oversight and some feedback. These are not optional. These are not to-dos. This is at a time in the calendar, and unless it's blood or smoke, it's going to happen. It's amazing how freeing it is to have those locked down, and you're not making all these decisions all the time. The decisions are already decided, and that's really the part of the freedom that a kingdom entrepreneur is supposed to experience. Golly, EB. Yeah. It's well, weird. It's just like the archive is just like so robust in his head. And your head's the same size of, as ours, too, so it's like really weird that there's more information, like packed, like files, probably more organized in his head. I have one thing real quick I want to ask you just to throw out here. I know one of the uh, skill sets that you've developed that have helped so many companies uh, has been just uh, adjusting the payroll and looking at how you can um, increase performance while also decreasing uh, pay or not 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 decreasing pay but increasing profitability with increasing performance. Um, give us a couple of give us a couple of thoughts on that because I know that there is plenty of uh, entrepreneurs and leaders out there that would love some of these tidbits. You got it. You got it. I love to start with this one because payroll is typically our largest expense. Um, so unless you're in manufacturing or research and development, this is almost essentially true for every small to mid-sized business. So why don't we start with that? What are we getting from our payroll? So here's a great question to ask yourself. If you want your employees to think like owners, you know, we're here on Expert Ownership Podcast, right? Yeah. If you want to be an expert owner, part of that is getting your employees 
to think like owners, to take ownership. If you want your employees to think like owners, why don't you pay them like owners? Mm. You see, when we pay people for time, we are paying them for attendance. And I know by law we have to, so I'm not saying we shouldn't do that at all. But think about what that says. If you got two employees, one is awesome, one is so-so, they both get paid the same amount, they both work the same amount of hours in a week. At the end of that week, one person created amazing value and the other person just didn't get fired. So when we're paying people for attendance instead of for performance, we are causing what's called regression to the mean. We're taking our superstars and we're dumbing them down and they either dumb down or they quit. And we're taking our low performing people and we're rewarding them for figuring out how to just not get fired. So part of what we want to do is... It sounds like the government. Is, well, it, well, it is. I mean, and, and ultimately, that's kind of what we see. I mean, we could go to a culture thing on this for just a second. So a lot of times, government steps in where there's a gap in righteousness. So if you have employers taking advantage of their workforce... Yes. Yes. which is unrighteousness, and the church should be speaking to that and reforming that, but it doesn't, then all of a sudden you wind up having a government right. entity, right, setting a minimum exactly. wage. Right, exactly. And so that solution always causes more problems, right, because it's not really the solution. The real solution is to say um, we want to have um, a win-win-win. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, imagine this. If I'm going to buy a car, do I want to buy a car from a company where the labor is at war with the management, right? The labor wants as much pay and as much benefits and as much perks as possible for as little work as possible. And the company wants as much work as possible for as little pay as possible. You see, they're at war with each other because it's a Pharaoh system. Even if everybody there believes in Jesus, it's a Pharaoh system. So they're and by operating. Pharaoh, you mean the the emperor of Egypt I did. back in the day <laughs> kept you. people in slavery. Exactly. In slavery. Exactly. Thank you, guys. That's right. So this means it's uh, mammon. <laughs> this is an unrighteous yeah. system that that is not of the kingdom of God. And we've inherited uh, almost the entire economy is not of God because Christians generally retreated into the churches and stopped affecting culture like we we're supposed to. And so all these systems are cattywampus. And then we inherit them. We don't even know that. So pay is a big part of that because what I want to do is give someone a base pay. And then I want to give them a reward for extra work, for extraordinary work, and for education. Because all three of those things make them a more valuable person, first of all, to themselves. Second of all, to my business, and third of all, to the customers that we serve. And I will give them bonuses every payday for those accomplishments. I mean, we say people don't have self-esteem anymore. People are all bummed out. I'll tell you what, self-esteem comes from doing esteemable acts. That's right. That's how God created Adam in the garden. He put him in there to cultivate the garden. He created us to create and to produce. And when we're not, we lose self-esteem. You got it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's good, E.B., Hey, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about this feedback we get from people when we talk about coaching and they say, I don't have time, because I think this is a perfect segue into this event that we've got coming up in Miami as of the recording of this podcast. It's just a couple months away, but we're also hoping to do these all throughout the year. So whenever you're listening to this, I think this is going to be relevant to you. But when people say, hey, I don't have time for coaching, we heard that and thought, okay, there's a few things that people do that maybe are a little counterintuitive if they're uh, strong leaders or successful leaders. I think sometimes they are uh, making the most of their time. They're being more efficient. They are definitely investing in themselves. 
And so when it comes to coaching, we tried to create an experience for people that would allow them to have, well, what we hope will be four months of coaching in literally four days. So, I mean, we're calling it concentrated coaching. But EB, will you talk a little bit about this event coming up in Miami? So if someone's listening today, they would they would think, that sounds incredible. That's exactly what I'm looking for because I want to make sure our people understand what they have available to them. You got it, guys. Um, really, the heart of it's this. A lot of times we learn, um, and that's kind of like inspirational. Maybe it's educational. We get a business book. We go to a webinar. The big problem we all know is implementing. Uh, most of us know way more than we're actually able to implement. And that's really the heart of expert ownership coaching. Um, and really, I think that's the, the, the true value in, in any kind of coaching that's really going to make a difference in your life. So what that can look like is starting from uh, the foundations and making sure that the structure of the business is sound. That's your vision. And I don't mean a vision statement. That's your goals and KPIs. I don't mean some wish announcement like good customer service. I mean nitty gritty in the details, get it done, built a system that's going to live in your business for the next 20 years. We're going to build seven systems in four days. And the reason that's so powerful is because you, in this case, you get to build it with other people. You get to hear how they're building. You get to hear what they're working through. You get to do this in Miami Beach. Well, there's that, you know. You get to be outside. You get to learn in a very unique way that's pretty fun. And, and I think it's going to, you know, put, a, put smiles on a lot of people's faces. But the heart of it really is saying, if I want to transform my life and I want to transform my business, it's not really that I need to learn new things. It's that I need to install the right systems in the right way. And I need to get alignment. You know, uh, the, I've heard that if you have nerve damage, you can have nerve damage up to about 90% before you feel pain. Uh, this may be true for like cartilage or other things in the body. In other words, we can experience misalignment, but not feel the pain yet. Just because we don't feel the pain doesn't mean we're not out of alignment. So we're going to get your business and your life in alignment, which means everything, literally everything is working with everything else in such a way that it's not, hey, I learned a new idea. It's like, hey, I just finished building a system that is ready to be implemented. It's documented. It's step one, step two. It's got calendar dates. It's got everything that we need. It is a system. And that's really, I think, the coolest thing about reading the Bible through the lens of business is every time it says the word kingdom, just substitute the word system. Every time it says the word world, um, uh, substitute the word system. You see, God's kingdom is God's system. It's an entire architecture of things that are working together in alignment. And so again, uh, I don't have time to do coaching. I'll tell you what, a great way to jumpstart yourself into this kind of alignment is to get down there with all of us, with, uh, with other business leaders just like you who are saying, look, I need a kickstart. I need to get going. I, I don't want to just do one hour this week and then an hour next week. Let's just get down there and get this thing going. So if you're that, you know, want to get it done sort of person, um, this, this is a great experience because like uh, Larry was just saying, it's compressed, but it's compressed in a way where the box got checked. It wasn't like now we have a thousand to-dos. And I know sometimes I can feel that way from a seminar or webinar or whatever. This is a matter of eyeball to eyeball. We're getting it done together. We're praying with each other. We're laying out plans. We're, we're putting things in place. And I just can't emphasize enough the idea that it's not just education. It's just not mental. This is a spiritual reset. 
that create systems that run and run and run and run without you. So that's my that's my thoughts on on I'm, why I'm looking so, forward to it. Yeah, why it's so we're, good. We're, we're all going. Jason and I are bringing our wives, so we are super excited about it. Beautiful resort, Miami. Last day of March, first three days of April. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's a good a good uh, recommendation for people. Go down with your spouse. Hang out for a few extra days. You're in Miami yeah, in come March. Come on, let's go. So it's March 31st through April 3rd. Uh, register because space is limited. We're taking just the first 40 people. So, Eric, what site can they go and visit if they want more information? Yeah, the best place to go is expertownership.com. You're going to get a little pop-up right there on the screen. Uh, click that bad boy, and it'll take you to the retreat page, give you all the details. Um, like, like we were saying, we're only going to do 40 people at a time because we want this experience to be customized. We are talking with you once you register. This is not a stock um, production here. This is about exactly what you need delivered in exactly the way you need it so you can implement it. So looking forward to seeing you there. Boom. And if you're lucky, you will see Eric in his gi performing uh, Daniel LaRusso's final <laughs> move in Karate Kid <laughs> Part 1 as a demo. Hey, you got to do Own friends. It or Loan It with Eric. Yeah, that's right. Own It or Loan It. Eric, are you familiar with this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Own It or Loan It. Classic Cars. Oh, definitely own it. Definitely own it. Here's the thing. When I moved into the house here in Colorado, there was a 1964 Corvette in the third garage. And I just was like, tell me that that car comes with this house. And they said no. But anyway, oh, al- yeah. almost. Well, but what about that, that Model T you said was in the eighth garage? <laughs> Did you keep that one? You know what? I you know <laughs> I traded it for a bunch of Bitcoin. He's a successful coach, there you ladies go. and gentlemen. He's a he, successful coach. He's the Bitcoin. Do you own it or loan it, Jason? Uh, you know, cars. I'm not really a car guy, but I mean, I appreciate a classic car, so I'd own it if yeah. You know, I'm just not going to pay. I, for I it. would, I would probably own it if it was passed down to me, but I would not own it if I got to go drop fifty, eighty, a hundred thousand bucks on it. So I'm probably going to go ahead and just say I'll loan it. Same. Not a car guy. I'm a full out loan it. Okay, well, are, you've never done Own It or Loan It with bacon. Let's do that next time. No, okay. or Honda Odysseys. Oh, come on. Depending on what stage <laughs> Man, of life. A, Larry, wrap love, it up. I love a minivan. <laughs> All right, so for any business owners or leaders who feel like, man, there has got to be more than what I'm currently experiencing, this event in Miami would be perfect for you. ExpertOwnership.com for more details, limited space to sign up quickly. If you'd like to attend, and if you've got questions, you can always submit them there. All right, thanks for joining us. Don't forget rate review you could even subscribe to this podcast and we're going to catch up with you next time and as always please choose impact over income it's okay to pursue both just get the order right all right we'll talk to you soon